Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich, and I want to thank you for joining us. Search for Eagles on the Hill on YouTube and hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Find us wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow us as we together follow Jesus and draw strength from him to fly like an eagle. So today's a special day. we got a special guest on the podcast today, the Director of Ministries from Christ Lincoln in Nebraska. His name is Dr. Michael Echelkamp, and I want to introduce him to you now. So, uh, Michael, thanks for joining us. Oh, man, my joy to be here today, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about some fun stuff and see what happens for the next 15 minutes or so. So here we go. What do you want to talk about? You know, let's talk about politics. Everybody wants to talk about politics and religion. There we go. What could go wrong, right? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I love that phrase where people go, hey, you can talk about anything but politics and religion. But I think in reality, what else is there? Right, right, right. I mean, everything is under God's lordship. So there's the religion piece, and then politics has crept its way into everything. Yep. So there you go. Even that word politics means poly for people, and uh, it's about people and how our faith interacts. Uh, I think we're called to be winsome and encouraging and engaging uh, with our culture. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me more. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah. So um, uh, oftentimes we will say, hey, you have to avoid those two topics. Uh, where, where our religion, our faith, uh, shows us that Jesus is Lord, he's got this. And if people matter to Jesus, then they should matter to us. And the way we engage with people in the politics and how we form and shape our belief systems, they go right together. Mm. And it's uh, today, I think even more than ever before in the past, but uh, maybe it was this way, nothing's ever new under the sun, but it seems like it's impossible to talk about things, anything you disagree with, then somebody's offended or you're offended or whatever. Not you personally, I'm not saying, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, it's how, how do you have conversations with your neighbors? How do you do that? Yeah, I think it starts with having conversations with your neighbors before this conversation with your neighbor. Mm. So if you're following that call uh, by Jesus, who said, hey, love your neighbor um, because I love your neighbor and care about them as a person, not as a target to change their political opinions, Mm. but rather as someone that I want to experience the same grace and forgiveness that I've given to you. Right. So it starts in the context of relationship. Right, right. And I talk about on this uh, podcast, in fact, you know, when we started this, that this is not something to be shared as to win an argument with somebody, that that we're not out to argue uh, with people. And in fact, I think Sometimes we Christians try to um, think that if we have a, a neighbor who doesn't know Jesus or is unchurched or we're not sure, we try to, you know, argue, the, argue not, well, we do try to argue sometimes, but change their lifestyle or, or deal with other things that are really extraneous to the fact of Jesus loving them, Jesus dying. If they don't know Jesus died for them, then what's the point? You know, it wasn't arguments that changed my heart to become mm. a follower of Jesus. It was God's kindness and his love in action for me that change the way that I think, the way that I feel, and the way that I live. So, so if, t- I'm, if I'm going to change somebody else by my argument, then it's my power rather than by God's power. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, as elections happen, you know, you've been pastoring for many years. Um, as elections happen, how do you deal with the political realm within the congregation? Uh, mm -hmm. What's been some things that you've done that have been successful, have worked, not worked? Yeah. So first of all, uh, Biden may be president, but Jesus is king. There you go. And so uh, to I, I'm called to honor the king. Uh, that doesn't mean I agree with the king. Um, I think something that we can do is uh, speak well, defend, explain things in the kindest way. And boy, sometimes is that hard, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not kidding. But we're going to, if we can't honor the, the person, then we should honor the office or the office, uh, the person who's holding that office. Uh, I compare it to the, uh, the speed trap that you may get caught in. I never, office, not me. The, the officer's grumpy. And uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to honor the office of the officer, mm. even if I'm not respecting the officer. I still honor the office because God put that in place for my well-being and for the well-being of our community. Right. And I don't have to give an account to that officer for his job. Mm. That officer is going to have to give an account for the job he does. The president of our country has incredible responsibility. State senators and local school boards all across the all across the spectrum have been given a great burden and a great responsibility. They're going to have to stand before God for that. Mm -hmm. It's not right. my job to judge them. It's my job to encourage them, pray for them, and speak the truth in love to them. Right, right. Yeah. And I think so many of the political commentating that goes on today is not speaking the truth in love. There's maybe some semblance of truth with some folks, but um, it's not done with love. It's done with sarcasm and all that kind of biting stuff. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. And that's the difference between trying to be right versus trying to be righteous. Mm. You can be absolutely right and be totally unrighteous. But if you're mm -hmm. seeking to be righteous, meaning you're showing honor to God, honor to them, while also showing honor to you, if you're seeking to be righteous, you can get to right, whether mm -hmm. they agree with you or not. But I think it starts from the place of that person entered into politics for some reason. There's a reason this is important to them. I want to find out why that's important to them. And then I want to be able to listen in such a way they'll go, so Michael, what's what's your thought on this? Mm. And then I can engage because I understand their heart. I understand their belief system. I can understand, you know, what triggers them and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, since now you've been in Lincoln a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So uh, since you've been here, tell me about any interactions that you've had with uh, leaders in Lincoln and how do you, how do you get those interactions? How does that work? Tell me yeah. about that. Thanks. Uh, you know, there's um, I've be, been a part of Rotary, uh, which has given me remarkable access uh, to have conversations from governors to senators to, to mayoral, can to mayoral can candidates and, and, uh, to actually sit and have lunch with a, a number of the folks of our unicameral. And Nebraska has remarkable access to our state's leaders mm. uh, from a local as well as from a state level, especially being in the, in the capital city. 
In fact, someone mentioned in the same week that I had uh, lunch with someone who was a leader in, in our state elections on a very conservative side. And then I had a lunch with someone who was very, very liberal, um, who was a mayoral candidate. And, and they said, hey, you shouldn't have posted one of those on your website because what are people going to think of you? Mm. And my response is that I'm interested in the welfare of Lincoln. Sure. That I want the well-being of dialogue between folks. We, we live in a, in a beautiful, amazing land mm. where, where people literally shed their blood mm-hmm. so that we could dialogue, debate vociferously at times, passionately, mm. without ever demeaning the person but always looking what's the principle we're talking about because mm-hmm. we want to put principles over people. Mm-hmm. Um, once we stoop into the, well, they're a stupid head. Mm-hmm. We've lost. Right. And that's totally dishonoring. Yeah. Yep. And God. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. 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 And yet we're, aren't we, te- I mean, I'll speak for myself. I'm tempted to that. So, you know, uh, because of the cult, well, because of my own sinful nature and because of the culture I live in, I'm tempted to just, uh, you know, flamethrow, not from the pulpit, you know, we don't do that. Uh, I can usually control myself there, but, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, you're tempted to do that. And you just, that's part of our growth in Christ is mm-hmm. to uh, learn to honor um, even those we disagree with. So, it, yeah. And that fruit of the spirit that we get, uh, that God creates in us through faith, through the waters of baptism as God's people you know, we have actually love and joy. We have peace and patience. We have goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. And that last one, kindness and self-control. Right. That, that when we approach it through kindness and self-control, I can actually listen to someone all the way through and then give my opinion mm-hmm. rather than interrupting left and right. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. no. Here's what I heard you say. I'd like to respond to that. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. So anything else you got for us today on politics and being a Christian mm-hmm. uh, in this? And like you said, we live in a, we live in a great country, um, a nation where we have input with our leaders and with what goes on. So any other thoughts you have for us? Yeah, just a few on that one. The uh, first of all, we need followers of Jesus in politics. Mm. We, we need to understand it as a noble profession that often carries a lot of baggage with it, but it's worth it, that we need to encourage people of faith to live a life that shows honor to God and also desires to see the best for their community, not just on the upper levels of government, but on the throughout all levels of governments. Right now, school boards and local city of uh, government uh, offices and roles they are critical. They are pivotal. Mm. And, and to have the, a voice of someone who ad, understands humility, understands service, and understands speaking and acting in ways of, that are di- show dignity, that, that's just as important as now as it's ever been. Right. Um, so first of all, we got to encourage our, our folks to be a part of the, the election system. Second of all, we need to approach this with humility. That p- 
people see followers of Jesus as people who want to be encouragers, people who who actually believe God's up to something good, even in remarkably difficult situations. Mm -hmm. And three, we should probably do what God asked us to do. Pray for the king. Mm -hmm. Pray for our leaders. If, If we spent as much time praying for our leaders as we do bashing them, I think there'd be a change in our hearts. And I actually believe by the power of the spirit, there could be a change in their hearts. And then Jeff, I'll wrap it up with this thought. It's a very simple phrase, three words, tell me more. So when someone's sharing their political opinion, even if you don't agree with it, just say, tell me more. Uh, Open your ears, open your heart, listen, respond in a way that says, as, as you've spoken, now would you listen to me? Mm. I think that's the path forward during a volatile time in politics such as this is. Right. That's great. That's great. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for sharing those thoughts. I think uh, we as Christians, you know, we're trying to be, we're called to be salt and light in the world. And uh, you give us a lot of things to think about, uh, especially with that, uh, those last admonitions to be praying for our leaders, to be uh, saying, tell me more, to be listeners, good listeners, genuine listeners, and then to uh, be able to then share the truth of God in love. So thanks for joining us. Uh, certainly appreciate that. And we will uh, try to have you back on again soon. So we'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. So we want to encourage you. That's about what we got today. So uh, email us with comments, questions, topics, whatever you have at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's Eagles on the Hill, all one word, no spaces, dots, dashes, underscores, Eagles on the Hill 211 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and encourage you to subscribe on our YouTube channel. Hit the like button there as well if you would and like this podcast. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts on Spotify, um, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, uh, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Remember the promise of God in Isaiah 40 that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, they will fly on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Have a great day in Christ.